0: In order to get to a future that does not approach two degrees centigrade, we have to not burn $20 trillion of oil on the books of the oil companies. That is one hell of a difficult thing to do, but we have to do it. It's easy to sort of point to a lot of different groups and call them the enemy. To me, the enemy is time. The sooner we act and the more that we do, the bolder we are, the better off we're gonna be. If we don't step in now and start to engage our communities around climate change, then we're not going to be able to make the big steps that we need to make in order to turn this thing around. There are many, many creative ways that people can use their voices and speak out about what we understand with confidence, what's uncertain, what likely outcomes are for our climate system, and everything we hold dear if we do nothing about this problem. Now more than ever, having a respected civic discourse on the challenging issues of our time is incredibly important. Fate still lies within our own hands and Climate One is about saying, no, we have control over our destiny. So here's our moment to speak truthfully about where we are on climate and in the strangest way, it might be the moment that people are actually ready to listen. That's several people speaking before a Climate One webinar featuring climate scientist and ocean expert, Dr. Stefan Ramsdorf, who has won the 2022 Stephen H. Snyder Award for Outstanding Climate Science Communication. And yes, I am Robert McLean, your host of Climate Conversations, and this is the latest episode. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in Northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people. And I pay my respects to rollers, past, present and emerging. Here is Stefan Ramstorff, answering a question about how he deals personally with the climate dilemma, and in this case, one particular aspect. I have to also admit freely here that the morning I woke up when Donald Trump was elected and I heard this on the radio, I cried because I knew what a setback that would be for fighting global warming and, and for the Paris Agreement, etc. Um, so there are moments like that that do get me down. By and large, I just have been in this business for more, more than 30 years now and so I just try to take a professional attitude. and. Uh, uh, keep my my mental balance uh, emotional balance as uh, much as i can you'll find a link to the uh, climate one webinar featuring stefan Ramsdorf and greg dalton in the show notes and here's a fact from climate one it might surprise you to know that our biggest fossil fuel use is in our homes within the walls of our homes this is climate one i'm Arianna brocious Until recently, many of us may not have realized that one of our biggest fossil fuel uses happens inside our homes. Every minute of every day, 365 days a year, there is a new gas customer added to the gas distribution system. From a climate perspective, that is known as losing. But there are better options available to decarbonize our homes and buildings. We are not in the business of preserving our way of life. We are in the business, those of us in the climate, the business of of changing the way we live. Next, we hear from the Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, speaking on an ABC News story, what the federal government's coal price cap means for power bills, generators, and Queensland's royalties. And you'll find a link to that story in the show notes. Here is a snippet from what the PM had to say. This is about bringing energy transmission into the 21st century. So it's about making sure that transmission is brought up to date, but it's also about increasing capacity of the networks. And together, uh, this plan that was agreed to by energy ministers yesterday, and which uh, there'll be more announcements about our rewiring the nation program on top of the announcements that we've made up to today uh, will take us forward and now we hear from EcoWatch: world's first solar city car coming to us for six thousand two hundred and fifty dollars the story says a cheap solar powered car roughly the size of a golf cart is coming to the us the us launch of the squad solar electric city car will take place early next year at the influential CES tech industry event in Las Vegas, Electric reported on Tuesday. We are seeing tremendous interest from the USA, especially for markets such as sharing platforms, gated communities, campuses, seaside resorts, tourism, company terrains, hotels and resorts, amusement parks, and inner-city services, Squad Mobility, co-founder Robert Hovers said in a statement reported by Electric. And here you'll find the link for Foundation for Climate Restoration. And now we hear from the New York Times. Britain approves new coal mine despite climate concerns. Stanley Reid writes, The British government approved on Wednesday the country's first coal mine in decades, a project promoted as a source of new jobs, but which has been criticised as a reversal of efforts to control climate change. The mine near Whitehoven on the coast of north England would supply coal for the steel industry in Britain and abroad. The long-delayed project has been caught up for years in competing pressures on successive Conservative Party-led British governments. The current Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, recently spoke at the COP27 climate conference about the need to invest in renewable energy. It is also pushing to create jobs in areas of northern England that have elected conservatives in the hopes of bringing economic growth. Again from the New York Times you'll hear, India chases clean energy, but the economic goals put coal first. In the shadow of a retired coal-fired power plant in India's capital, Deva tries to make her family home. Four brick walls with a tin roof, a safe place to breathe. Though the smokestack at the plant went dormant years ago under a court order, there is no shortage of hazards in her air. Ranging from vehicle exhaust to construction dust to ash from crop stubble burning in adjacent states, emissions from a dozen coal-fired power plants still operating around New Delhi region feed a toxic smoke that hangs over the city each winter, imperiling people of all backgrounds. Sometimes, it is Mrs. Deviating to the smoke with wood fires she burns when her husband, a house painter, has no work and the family has no cash to refill the cooking gas cylinder. We are still at the New York Times, and the story headlined, Workers at EV Battery Plant in Ohio Vote to Unionize. The story begins. In an early test of President Biden's promise that the transition to electric vehicles will create high-paying union jobs, employees at a battery plant in eastern Ohio have voted to join the United Automobile Workers Union. The outcome appears to create the first formal union at a major U.S. electric, car, truck or battery cell manufacturing plant not owned entirely by one of the three big automakers. The factory, known as Ultram Cells, is a joint venture of General Motors and the South Korean manufacturer LG Energy Solution. And from the conversation we hear in a piece written by the Senior Lecturer in Climate Science, Andrew King, at the University of Melbourne. The story is headlined, Extreme Heat in the Midst of the Big Wet for Northern Australia. What's going on with the weather? After a wet and unusually cool spring for much of Australia, the start of meteorological summer is bringing heatwave to the north of the continent. Even in our La Niña summer, we can expect spells of heat and it's important to heed health warnings and take the hot weather seriously. Heat is building across northern Australia, and the area may see temperatures over 40 degrees Celsius for the next few days. Some parts will experience temperatures more than 5 degrees Celsius above average. These are quite big departures for tropical regions, which normally experience less variable temperatures than places such as Melbourne or Adelaide. Yes, we've reached the end of this episode of Climate Conversations. Thanks so much for your company. And until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your friends. As I said earlier, please take care, stay safe.